spread yourself in this atmosphere from the center to the circumference. Take precedent over the atmosphere. Take charge, O oh God. Let the devil know that you are still in control. Before somebody leaves here, let there be divine illumination. Let there be divine clarity. Let there be divine incubation in the realms of the spirit that whatever we are holding on in our spiritual womb will be better in the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together for Jesus. Yeah, I can see some nice faces there. Put your hands together. I love you so much. Amen. So glad to see all the faces around. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's go to John chapter 21. John chapter 21. Praise God. John chapter 21. Verse 15 to 19. We said this year is our year of love revolution too. On the subtitle we have entitled Show Your Love. Tell your neighbor, show your love. Uh, Brother Moses, I know he's busy here. Could you? I will pause for a few minutes. For two weeks now, how many have been listening to the podcast? How many have noticed the voice have changed? The past two ones have changed. So I want the past two ones have changed. Praise God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So let's let's work with it. Let's see. In John chapter 21, verse 15 to 19, the Bible said, and I read. When they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Son, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, he said. You know that I love you. Jesus said, Feed my love. Amen. Again, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, Take care of my sheep. The third time he said to him, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because Jesus asked him the third time, Do you love me? He said, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said, feed my sheep. The Bible says, he said, I tell you the truth. When you were younger, you dressed yourself and went wherever you wanted. But when you are old, you will stretch out your, your hand and someone else will dress you and lead you where you do not want to go. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he said to him, follow me. Amen. Tell your neighbor, follow Jesus. I want to read from the message translation, verse number 17 to 19. It said, and it said, it a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was upset that he asked for the third time, do you love me? So he answered, Master, you know everything there is to know. You have got to know that I love you. 
Jesus a fit machine. I tell you the very truth now. When you were young, you dressed yourself and went wherever you wish. But when you get old, you will have to stretch out your hand while someone else dresses you and take you where you don't want to go. He said this to hint at the kind of death by which Peter will glorify God. And then he commanded, follow me. Tell your neighbor, follow Jesus. Our ministry on the subject entitled, Show Your Love, which is our main, our main test, Love Revolution. On the subtitle, Show Your Love. On the sub-subtitle, Follow Jesus. Tell your neighbor, follow Jesus. Last week, I told you that it is important... It is important that before this mandate was given to Peter, God, Jesus Christ, was calling him to the place of responsibility. Come on, say responsibility. The second one was that he was calling him to the place of accountability. When you begin to follow Jesus and begin to know that you have a responsibility and you have an accountability to give, you begin to carry your life very sensibly and reasonably. You don't just do things anyway, anyhow, haphazardly, recklessly, but you do things because you will be accountable for it. When I give, if I give you 10,000 pounds right now and I tell you to spend it anyhow and not giving you any boundaries and not telling you that you have to account for it, you will spend lavishly without thinking twice. I remember a few, year, few months ago, there was a lady who was going to do a redrawal from the bank. And the bank, I don't know how it happened, but the bank gave her more than she, she authorized for. Even more than she had in her account. And the bank, before the bank realized, even though the lady knew that this money is not mine, I don't have that money in my account. She spent it without thinking. Later on, it was discovered that the amount given to her, she didn't have that money. And by the time they realize she spent more than she can think about. When you know that you have accountability to render, it changes your mood. Praise God. And as you begin to know that you have to give account, it puts a demand on your life. Which means that when we are following Jesus, we have to be able to know that we will account for everything we deal with our life. The Bible talk about judgment is coming. Judgment is giving account. Being responsible for the life that has been given to you. And I told you last week that you can't really be responsible and accountable uh, when, when, when God has not trusted you. When, when you are giving your all to God. When you are rendering your life to God and being more responsible and being all of that. You have to trust him. Praise the Lord. In Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6, it says that trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. So God wants you to trust him. Tell your neighbor, God wants you to trust him. Now, this is our year of showing our love. I'm telling you that God wants you to show your love. I started with break 
your alabaster jar. Alabaster jar is giving something precious to Jesus. And I told you last week that it is important you begin to understand that God is calling us to a place of commitment, to a place of accountability. Praise God. And today I want you to know that Jesus wants you to follow him. Tell your neighbor, Jesus wants you to follow him. And in John chapter 21, verse 15 to 19, we saw the story there when Jesus repeatedly asked Peter, do you love me? Jesus told Simon Peter, after, three, after they have dined, after the fellowship, after they have the broken bread, the Bible said, Jesus asked Peter directly and, and without any doubt, he spoke to him directly, mentioning his name. And I told you last week that he spoke to him because he wanted him to get his attention. And if you are hearing the sound of my voice today, God is speaking to you. You are here in such a time as it because God want to talk to you if you are here today god is calling you to a place of following him wholeheartedly this story said that this reference or this reference about jesus talking to peter it is not because jesus having seen peter but the bible said that even when jesus resurrected he has personally met peter one-on-one -on -one. and i don't know what they talk or what they discussed during the one-on-one -on -one meeting in luke chapter 24 verse uh verse 34 the bible said and saying it is true the lord has risen and has appeared to simon when jesus resurrected he appeared to simon in first corinthians chapter 15 verse 5 he said and the bible said and afterward he appeared alive to Simon who is also known as Peter uh, Cephas is also known as Peter then he re he rests then to the rest of the world of the twelve which means that Jesus has already spoken to Peter and he has already said what he wanted to say but there was something deep he wanted to share with Peter I know that you, as you are seated here, you have already had an encounter with God. And God told you, you have become born again. There is a level of intervention that God put in place when you became born again. And today he has prepared me for such a time as this. To bring you this message to take you into a deeper world. And into a deeper following. Hallelujah. Oh, we can not only wonder at what Jesus and Peter talk about at the first meeting. Nevertheless, it was still important for Jesus to restore Peter in the presence of the others. You understand that Peter, when he had to betray Jesus three times, this was a man who has confidently proclaimed that he loved Jesus. Jesus asked him, do you love me more than this? Jesus asked Peter to compare his love for Jesus to the love that the others has got. And do you know that Peter stood boldly and said to them, in Matthew chapter 26 verse 33, Peter said, Peter replied, even if all fall away on account of you, I will never abandon you. Before the public, Peter expressed his great joy, great love for Jesus. And he disappointed Jesus big time. 
So in this conversation, Jesus wanted Peter. He wanted to bring the dignity of Peter back. And sometimes you love God. Sometimes I know you love God, but there were things you got yourself into. In, in You look at yourself and sometimes you feel so bad about yourself. And sometimes you feel like giving up. But I want you to understand today, whatever, whoever you are, wherever you are, I don't know what you have done to Jesus, but if you are hearing the sound of my voice tonight if you are hearing the sound of my voice today god is calling you and trying to give you a second chance come on tell your neighbor god wants to give you a second chance he said, follow me. And this dramatic moment, Jesus gave his last words to Peter. Years before he called Peter to follow him. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 18 to 19. When Jesus appeared to Peter and borrowed the boat of Peter. And used it and, and there was a great move of fish. And when Peter saw it, he bowed down and said, I am not worthy. But Jesus said, don't worry, come and follow me and I will make you fishers of men. There was a first calling and now there is a second deeper calling. If you are here under the sound of my voice, I don't know who this word is for but God wants me to tell you, regardless of your fault, regardless of the pitfalls, regardless of the disappointment, he still have hope in you. That is why he sent me here in such a time as this to call you into the time and into the place of purpose. Purpose in the life of Peter was for him to follow Jesus. But in some of his ways, he has neglected the purpose for which he was called. I pray over your life today, if you have derailed, if you have gone astray from following Jesus, I have come back with the word of God to pull you from the place of error into the place of correction. And this time, you will not disappoint Jesus. The Bible Bible said a second time Peter never disappointed Jesus and maybe your first time you disappointed Jesus maybe the second time as I'm speaking right now you are not going to disappoint Jesus this walk I'm talking about and this conversation I'm talking about it is a personalized talk in the public and as I'm talking right now talking to you cooperatively I am addressing everybody sitting under the sound of my voice I am approaching you in the Individually, and I'm telling somebody, God wants to give you a second time. If you fail the first time, He said He has come to give you an opportunity. That opportunity that will restore you, and that where you failed the previous time, you are not going to fail this time. Come on, tell your neighbor, I have been restored. Oh, Peter uh, knew that continuing to follow Jesus uh, would mean would mean setting cross. Uh, Jesus, uh, Peter was once again challenged to follow his Messiah. He was challenged to follow his teacher. He was challenged to follow his Lord. I am here to challenge you to follow your Lord. Tell your neighbor, follow your Lord. Jesus replaced Peter in the category of himself. A life spent for God ultimately sacrificed to glorify God. Uh, he's calling Peter to the same place he was. A similar language was used concerning Jesus earlier in the gospel. John chapter 12 verse 27. Uh, John chapter 12 verse 27. 
27. It said, Now my soul is troubled. And what shall I say? Jesus, save me from this hour. Lord, he said, Well, no, it was for this very reason that I came this hour. And it was it was to say that Jesus has been told to follow the instructions of God. But this kind of following sometimes can be very difficult and can be very excruciating. As Jesus said in John chapter 27, he said, now my soul is troubled. Ah, it can be painful. But in John chapter 13 verse 31, the Bible said, when he was gone, Jesus said, now the son of man is glorified and God is glorified in him. Ah, in the year 2022, God wants us to follow him to glorify him. If you have not joined the business of following so hard after God to bring glory into his kingdom, then it is such a time that he has called us to follow him. The command to follow me is in the present imperative, which literally means to keep on following me. It is not something you do uh, in a very in a very in a very slander way. It is a constant. It has got the level of constancy. It has not got any time to rest. It means following after Jesus. It means that when it rains, you follow Jesus. When it is in a dry season, you follow Jesus. Regardless about whatever you are doing, you do what? You follow Jesus. In Matthew 21 verse 18 to 19, the message translation said, I am telling you the very truth now. When you were young, you dressed yourself. You went wherever you wish, but when you get old, you will have to stretch out. Say to your neighbor, stretch out. He said, you have to stretch out your hand while someone else dress you and take you where you don't want to go. He said this to hint at the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. Then he commanded him, follow me. The word stretch out over here, when I stretch out and you take me where I want to go, it becomes easier for me to keep on stretching. The word stretch out means I want you, Peter, I want you to follow me willingly. I want you to follow me voluntarily. I want you to follow me happily and freely. I want you to follow me oh, with your own accord. I don't want you to follow me because somebody coerced you. I want you to follow me without any hesitation or reservation, Peter. I want you to follow me not reluctantly. I want you to follow me generously. I want you to follow me at your own will. Peter, I want you to follow me enthusiastically. Peter, I want you to follow me passionately. Peter, I want you to follow me wholeheartedly. Somebody under the 
sound of my voice anywhere you hear Peter it is to tell you that puts your name there he wants you to stretch out it may not be comfortable but God wants you to stretch out he's saying that somebody will take you where you do not want to go and sometimes the word of God will tell you to do things you do not want to do that is why you have to trust God and lean not on your own understanding and believe in the word of God because the Bible said he has exalted his word far above his name I am here to tell you in the year 2022 God wants you to follow after him he wants you to follow willingly he wants you to follow passionately he wants you to follow wholeheartedly he wants you to follow without any delay or hesitation he wants you to follow without any confusion I prophesy upon your life whatever great confusion in your life whatever great double mindedness in your life I come against it in the name of Jesus sometimes if you want to follow God my Bible said there was a woman a widow of Zarephath when the prophet has been spoken by God he said go I have commanded a widow to feed you but the Bible said it was a widow who had a son and sometimes what God will be telling you it may not make sense carnally but it is reasonably sensible in the realms of the spirit and for the fact that carnally it is nonsense it doesn't mean spiritually it is also nonsense but Bible said that when Elijah said to the woman give me water it was a bit easier for the woman but when he said give me bread it's a man of God man of God and that is what Jesus also said if it, if it be possible sometimes what Jesus will be telling you sometimes you will wish it had not come to your door but I want you to hear me and hear me right by the time you obey Jesus you will get to know that it worked to obey him when the widow of Zarephath obeyed God my Bible say her house never lacked when she was holding her breath she was alone with the son but after Jesus after God finished with the woman the Bible say a whole house was blessed I prophesy upon your life that your obedience to God is not going to only bless you but it's going to bless your children children I don't know where you are today but in the year 2022 as you follow Jesus not only would you be favored but your whole household will be favored come and tap your neighbor and say follow after Jesus Oh, the following Jesus is a very hard work because that is what Jesus himself did. In Romans chapter 12, let me slow down here. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. Look at what the Bible said. It said, therefore, that is Paul talking. Uh, it said, therefore, I heard you, brothers. Uh, I like it when I say brothers and sisters. In view of God's mercy. Uh, in view of what? God's mercy. Uh, Ah, you don't you don't you don't you, you didn't get what I just said huh? in view of God's mercy to offer your body a living sacrifice only and pleasing to God uh, this is your spiritual act of war of worship let's keep it there keep it there don't take it off uh, when, 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 when the Bible said sacrifice uh, most of the things which sacrifice must die uh, yes because what you want to 
sacrifice, if it doesn't die, it will not submit. And oftentimes, before something can submit wholeheartedly, it must die. Uh, yes, if you want to try it, I used to, I used to kill goats and chicken and all those ones. And if you like, it doesn't matter how much price you pay for your goat. If you lay the knife on your goat, he will try to escape. Why? Because it is not dead yet. But before you place it on the altar, it must die. And Jesus is telling somebody, I want you to present your body as a holy sacrifice. Why must I present my body as a holy sacrifice? He said, in view of God's mercy. Come on, somebody shout mercy. The word mercy means compassion or forgiveness. Ah, you didn't hear what I said. It said compassion or forgiveness shown towards someone whom it is within one power to punish or harm. Ah, yes, you have to present your body as a holy sacrifice because it, it can be, this is one of the things you can do for the mercies of God. You were, this, you were qualified in the place of this qualification. I did not been the mercy of God. Ah, you didn't hear what I just said. You would have been died. You would have died many years ago. But it was just the mercy of the Lord. If it had not been the mercies of the Lord on our side, we would have been put into shame. I am here to tell somebody under the sound of my voice. He said, hey, I want you to present your body. He said that I want you to present it, not somebody to present it for you it means that you must do it willingly you must do it compassionately you must do it wholeheartedly you must do it without any confusion i am here to tell you whatever bring confusion in your life i sabotage it under the power of god i don't care maybe god wants you to sacrifice and you have begun to look at the economy and you have begun to look at your finances and you have begun to look at your bills I pray over your life today whatever triggers fear in your life that causes you to disobey God that causes you to resent following after Jesus I pray today may God give you power over it <laughs> I'm going somewhere, give me a few minutes he said, he said, leave it there he said, this is your true and proper worship then the verse number two tried to expatiate something. Give me the verse number two. This is where I want to end the preaching. Oh dear Lord. He said what? Listen carefully, precious one. It's for somebody here. He said, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. So there is a pattern. Say pattern. The pattern it has to talk about the way of doing things, the approach of people. The Bible said that chariots and horses are prepared for battle. It is a pattern. But those of us who put our trust in God, it is a pattern. There are people who put their consolation, their trust in things, earthly things. But there are people who put their trust in God. It says some trust in horses. Some trust in chariots. But we will put our trust in the Lord. It's a system of approach that determines a result. 
He said, I don't want you to conform. The word conform means I don't want you to emulate. I don't want you to follow the same pattern. I don't want you to be remoted into the system. Praise the Lord. The system I'm talking about here, if you are somebody who are legitim- who is legitimately working in this country, you will fall into a system of paying tax. Regardless whether you are the you, you belong to the royal family or not, you fall into a system. Come on, say system. Praise God. He said, I don't want you to follow the system. But it doesn't just happen by you not following the system because the system is triggered by a mindset, an approach. The Bible said there is he that scattered but never lack. It's a system. There is he that withholdeth that always lack. It's a system. He said before you can come out of the system, this is what you need to do. He said do not conform. He said uh, do not conform to the pattern of this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind praise the Lord he said I want you to be transformed the word trans means to move form means a shape that is why we have transport if I put you it means to, to place you somewhere and he's saying that I want you to change form I'm going to change. I want you to change your form. And this change of form, it is something that will be expressed outside, but it takes its root from inside. So I want you to transform. Don't worry. Most of the time, we want to change the image of what we see. The, out, the Bible says that the outward man judges the outside of a person, the outward of a person, but God judge inside. He look at the heart. What does it mean? It means that there are some things that if they don't take root inside, their appearance can be counterfeit. The Bible said, it said, I want you to renew your mind. Come on, say you renew your mind. He said, then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is. And his good and pleasing and perfect will. So the, the will of Jesus was Peter to follow him without any alteration, without any deviation. But the only way Peter can follow Jesus is he must renew his mind from a system that he knows. The system that Peter knows is that if I don't go for fishing, there is no way I can feed myself. But the Bible said that he said, I want you to trust my word. And I want before you can trust my word, you have to renew your mind. And this renewing of mind, nobody can do it for you than yourself. Some of us are finding it difficult to follow Jesus. Because we want to follow him, but we don't want to change our way of life. We don't want to change our thoughts. We don't want to change the way we used to do things. We don't want to change it. If you can't change your ways, you can't get to the destination that you have to get to. My Bible said, it said, I want you to renew your mind. Tell your neighbor, renew your mind. When you begin to renew, I tell you somebody, listen, what you see is not determined 
the outcome of things is not determined by what you see what you see can be very deceptive God wants you to follow him but you can't use your carnal mind to follow him you have to have a spiritual mind to follow Jesus praise the Lord and this mindset you have to die to yourself you have to die to your will you have to when you die to your will then you begin to place his good pleasing and perfect will there is a will that you have in your life that will is not going to bring you to a perfect end praise God let me jump to Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 it said if you want listen listen to me Jesus wants you to follow him in John chapter 1 verse uh, John chapter 1 the Bible said in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the Bible said and the word became what flesh So if I tell you that follow after Jesus, I mean that you have to follow the word of God. When you are following the word of God, it means you place your thought aside. And whatever he tells you to do becomes what you do. And that is what he told Peter. He said you will go where you do not want to go to. But that is where I the Lord want you to go. I pray today that the places you are going, that Jesus doesn't want you to go. May his grace begin to appear in the name of Jesus. In Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It said, Joshua, this book of the laws, always on your lips. It said, keep this book of the Lord always on your lips. Praise the Lord. I want you to keep it there. Hold it on there. And I want when you keep it there, don't leave it down. Don't let it drop. It said, let this book of the Lord not depart from your lips. Come on, listen to me, somebody. It is a process. It said, I want you to keep it there. Don't move it. It said, it said I want you to meditate upon it day and night. It says, so that you will be careful. There are sometimes you are not careful because you have not kept the word of God there. You have not meditated on the word yet. Because when you begin to keep the word of God there and begin to meditate upon it, it creates about carefulness. You are not careful because you have not kept it there. You are not careful because you have not meditated upon it. Because when you keep it there, and this keeping it there, it is your responsibility. If it is podcast, you lay your hands on podcast. If it is CD, you lay your hands on CD. If it is the Bible, you hold on the Bible. When it is any other book, you lay your hands on it and you keep it there. You have no idea what I'm talking about. They're keeping it there is your responsibility. And you will meditate on it day and night. So that you may be careful to do everything written in it. The reason why you are partially obeying the voice of God. Partially following God. Is that you have kept some things on your lips. And you have meditated. You have become become partial and juicy with regards to what you keep on your lips. Today I am here to tell somebody, 
God wants you to follow after him. This year, God wants you to keep his word on your lips. Uh, nothing comes out of your lips. Because whatever a man says, come to pass. I pray over the life of somebody. In the year 2022, may you follow the word of God and as ever before. I don't know who this word is for. But I prophesy upon your life. That may the grace of God. That gives one power to hold on on the word of God. My Bible said Peter was a bit sluggish. Peter was a bit fearful. But when he kept the word of God on his lips. The Bible said on the day of Pentecost. When everybody was quiet. He stood up in the midst of the people. And spoke prophetically. What have been prophesied by Isaiah. And the Bible said he was no more fearful. What he could not bow to. What he was afraid of. Started being afraid of him. I pray over your life today. As you place the word of God this year upon your lips. As you begin to ponder over the word of God. Day and night. I pray that may you become careful. As you become careful. May you not follow what Jesus has not said. I pray over your life today. I don't know what men have told you. I don't know what men have whispered to you. The Bible said they were looking for Peter to kill him. And they put him into prison. If it was the old time, he would have denied Jesus. But this time he said, if you kill me, I will die for the gospel. The Bible said he was locked in the prison. And the Bible said, whilst he was sitting down, the church prayed for him. And the Bible said there was an encounter. I pray that this year you have an encounter. I don't know where you are. I don't know what has kept you bound. But I'm yet to tell you. God said he will not forsake you. He will not leave you. But as you keep his word on your lips. And you meditate upon it day and night. He will make a way where there seems to be no way. I am yet to announce to somebody. Maybe you have been put in a place. Where it looked like there is nowhere to turn. There is nobody to help. Like Daniel in the lion den. But I pray for you today. That may God release angels. To shut the mouth of the lion. I am here to tell somebody. You shall not die. As you follow Jesus this year. You will see the glory. They thought it would be over with you. The Bible said that when Peter, when Paul was bitten by the serpent, they were waiting for him to fall down and die. But when he didn't die, they started calling him a God. Where people thought it would be over with you, this year it shall not be over with you. Where people thought it would be over with you, I don't care what the doctors told you. I love you so much. But if I begin to care, I will pay attention. I care so much about what Jesus Jesus said that what men said but when you believe in what Jesus said I pray that every sickness in your body will begin to bow to Jesus I pray for you this day everywhere the word of God has brought stagnation in your life today may God make a way for you in the mighty name of Jesus you will not be put to shame as you follow Jesus sometimes it's like a waste of time Sometimes it's like you are stupid. But anytime you follow his word, get ready, he's working something out. Anytime you follow Jesus, 
it doesn't matter what happened to you it doesn't matter the tears you go through like Job it doesn't matter the number of children who die but the Bible said when you follow his word to finish it when you follow his word do you know what happens all things work together for your good I pray that this year things will work together for your good stand on your feet somebody and put your hands together for Jesus stand on your feet I said this year <laughs> I wasn't I'm not a prophet of doom but I told you that this year things will be very hard for the unbelievers the price of utility has gone up taxes has gone up on the average it's between 1,200 to I think 2,000 I want you to pray for yourself briefly and say father help me to keep your word on my lips help me to meditate upon it day and night that give me the power to observe it begin to pray for yourself I pray in the name of Jesus. This year, may I love you than I ever before. May I follow after you hard. Come on, pray. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. I pray that may the goodness of God strengthen us. Whatever causes us to lose confidence in your word, this year may we follow after you. May we not follow after you gradually. May we not follow after you sarcastically. But may we follow after you willingly. I pray, O oh God, that may your glory shine upon our life. That this year, as we show our love in following you, may you appear in every darkness of our life. I thank you, Lord, and I bless you that this year, you will make it a year of testimony for us. In Jesus' mighty name, amen.